1: NASCAR. Green
2: flag waves again at the World Center of Racing.
1: Plus, the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773 572 3006 or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the PIN 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devin, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks.
3: Well, a very good evening from one very, very chilly Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm Bill Sparks, and I'm joined now by Chris and all the sports panel and the millions of listeners out there.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, b- yeah before we, before we go to Chris, a couple things. Uh, when we when I go to do the scores, Bill, make sure when callers come in to mute them, we don't want somebody to say something they shouldn't. It's true. And secondly, we do want to wish, uh, before we go to Chris, we want to wish Chris a happy birthday yesterday. You're now, what, Chris, 25?
0: Uh, no. 71. <laughs> 71. Because if you were
1: 25, I'd be about 10, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm still around. And still, um, hey, I only lived like one month of the 40s, but I'm one of the few people that's still around that, uh, you know, um, can say they were born in the 40s. You know, Joe Castiglione and well, who did I hear the other day? George Blaha was born in 45. I asked Miss A. And there's a few of us, still kicking around. There aren't too many still on the air or doing much. So, um, but it was it was fun birthday. It did, uh, Kathy went and got a K and she got uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken and uh, had a lot of good food, good sports, good music and uh, got good, some good, nice phone calls and uh, had a good time. And you're still... Uh, we
4: we want to wish
1: Pierre and Teresa happy
0: anniversary. belated anniversary for yes, and, she, and, uh, Pierre, and
4: Pierre
1: is here. And Pierre is here, by the way. Yeah. Yes, he is. Pierre is, is here. She it, put up with him, him for another the year. Yeah. Was that she
3: Saturday or Sunday did. I played one of their songs for him? I can't remember what day that okay. was. Okay.
0: Yeah. D i v o r c e. Is that what it was? <laughs>
3: Uh, is, uh, get the hell going. I don't
0: know what <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, welcome to Sports Sounds Live. Now that all the festivities are out of the way, this is show number 120, December 1st, 2020, and we're just rocking and rolling. We got a, uh, you know, every day it changes, the world of sports, and it sure does with the virus. We'll be talking, of course, that'll be mixed into everything we. Uh, it has been since March, and it will continue to be in this show. So we're going to talk about, uh, first of all, I'll give you a list of the uh, death that we're going to be covering at the end of the show, so you'll see if there's anybody you're... Uh, Uh, interested in we'll actually have to talk about failing for uh, two minutes that's going to be different and it wouldn't ever do that Uh, then uh, Sean will be along to introduce things and and introduce his poll question which is a very interesting one I've been thinking about that myself and uh, I think we're going to have fun with this one Uh, then uh, we'll do the uh, rundown of the latest news in the NFL we'll do the scores Uh, Perry will give us we're not going to do scores together we'll do them like we did last week one at a time and we'll talk about each game and go down uh, through each one and, and do it that way then we'll go to college football then we'll do basketball. Then we'll go to the NBA. Uh, the NHL had a quick uh, note, a couple of quick baseball things happen at the last minute, and then uh, we'll do the poll question and do the death. So I think Sean, we're ready uh, for you to go ahead.
4: Yeah, a few. I will make a few comments cause I, 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 heard, I check out some results and stuff just on the show around the Roy Jones, Mike Tyson, Nate Robinson, oh, fight, Jake yes. Paul spectacular. Yeah. We'll do a little bit, you know, like I said, yeah. And all right. The, Poll question, yes, and it was actually inspired by Bill Walton. And no, I wasn't partaking in the stuff that Bill Walton's been partaking in today. We don't even know what he partakes in. <laughs> no, I don't think he does either. But, no, he probably
0: doesn't remember.
4: <laughs> he doesn't remember. But anyway, the poll question is not necessarily your favorite announcer. But let's say you don't care about the game. If it's somebody on radio or TV, you gotta listen to them. They may or may not be the best. It can be maybe for good stories they tell, or just you never know where they're gonna go with things. You just have to sit back and go, "Oh, I gotta stop. I don't care about this game, and I have to listen to this." And now, sir, it can be a play-by-play announcer or a color analyst too. We can throw throw that in. So, that's
1: if gonna be it's, the ba- if it's baseball, it would probably be both.
4: Yeah, it'd be a little bit of both. Cause, yeah, usually an um, announcing team that
0: you want to hear, yeah.
1: Yeah,
4: there's a team. Well, and like on one of my announcers that I thought of, it's one in particular of a couple of different teams that, especially in his years, I had to listen to. But, all right, you can call in, just like we said, uh, or just like Marty said on our intro. Uh, call in, and download the Zoom app, or enter 646. 646- 876-9923, that's the phone number you dial if you don't have the Zoom app. And then you do the code 287 4600 hit the pound key twice. Then star 9 raises your hand on the phone. Alt Y does it on the computer. And when we call on you, you mute or unmute. You'll unmute yourself, star 6 and alt A, and then however you do it on the phone there. Mm-hmm. And the more key. Well, it was I don't know, but it, yeah. it's different, I think. Okay. But also, you can leave us comments at any time uh, 773-572-7715 hit the pound key when you hear the greeting. That's also my wrestling hotline or sports lounge at allthingsradio.net or 800-693-0595 option 2. And of course, with all these changes, go to 712-432 three six four two board nine is the sports analysis board, board thirteen is the scheduled board and this week, next week, probably for the next little bit of time, you're gonna need that information. But Anyway, I guess we should get right on into the Well, I forgot
0: to do the death list again. Let me quickly do that. Uh, So we have Jim uh, Hannafin, 87 years old, used to be the former St. Louis Cardinal coach and uh, Rams uh, color guy uh, for the St. Louis Rams when uh, they they had lost the Cardinals. Kevin Burnham, 63, and he was an Olympic sailor. Uh, Diego Maradona, 60 years old, died of a heart attack, the Argentinian soccer superstar, Marcus Paul, 54, strength and conditioning coach for many teams. And Paul Covington, I forgot to write down his age, from Jackson State, basketball coach and also athletic director and assistant athletic director. So there you go. Yeah. Mar- so,
4: Maradona was like the Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan of international soccer in the 80s right. and the 90s. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Very
0: much so. And Rick Swan is here, too. He'll be helping us with the NFL uh, stuff. And uh, Hello. Anything? Hello. 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 <laughs> All right. Hello. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, the first, and, and just these are sort of random, some notes that came up during the week as we went along uh, chronologically Larry uh, Larry Fitzgerald got the uh, coronavirus and so he was not able to play on Sunday against the Patriots He missed um, his
5: first game in 6
0: years so That's right now, I think we're we're up to uh, 20 Ravens with the coronavirus is that uh, Yeah 2021 20, something like that <laughs> Okay, and Lamar yes, Jackson is players of course, and staff. Yeah, players and staff, and Lamar Jackson is one of them that's on the list, and so he will not play tomorrow. Yes, yeah, tomorrow Wednesday. Maybe the, Do we know if that's the first uh, Wednesday NFL uh, game? Uh, yes, uh, yes, it, no. Is. Yes, it yes. is. No, 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 no. They, they, we had one back in 2012.
6: Did we? The season, the season started no, on Wednesday night. That was a Tuesday. That was a Tuesday. Wait a minute. Okay, wait, which wait. game? Which game? The Giants and the Cowboys to start the season. Because oh, of eh, it moved from Thursday because of um, Barack Obama's acceptance speech. Oh, okay, I remember. Oh, that Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And by the way,
1: yeah, by don't. the way, guys, remember that game? I know it's unusual, so that's why I want to point it out. That game is at three forty p.m. Eastern. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a weird time for so an NFL And it's
0: game. a divisional playoff game. That's probably the best way to right. remember. And it, it. now, uh, is it
1: on NBC? Yes, yes, yes it is. Yep. It is okay. on NBC,
4: and they're doing that because they already have. Uh, You know, obligation with the Rockefeller Center um, and the the tree
0: lighting. Christmas tree lighting. Yes, Jerry pointed that out to us. He said, "I don't know how they're going to do that. They got to have the Rockefeller." (laughs) It's like, okay, Jerry. RG three, Robert Griffin the third, is going to be the starting quarterback. So uh, you probably thought he was gone, but no, he's there. We'll see how he does. Uh, Matt Patricia was fired right after Thanksgiving by the Lions. Yeah, Happy
5: Thanksgiving. You're out of here.
0: Apparently, it's William Playford's daughter. I read uh, a little bit about that. Apparently, it's his daughter. One of his daughters is now running it. and yeah. Bob Quinn uh, both out. He was the general manager. And the guy taking his uh, place as coach is Daryl Bevel, um, so we'll see what happens with that. So that uh, now the, the, one of the crazier things that has happened, Sarah Clara, Santa Clara County in, con, in uh, California has said that the 49ers can neither play nor practice there uh, because they've say no contact boards. Now, I don't know. Yeah, there's no like high school football here, but I don't think, well, Bristol County wouldn't do it. Uh, we, our counties are meaningless. But even Foxborough, they would never step up like this and just say, hey, you know, uh, you're not allowed to play here. So I think this is very strange that they're getting that they're getting away with this. This is really weird. I mean, the, the things that happen on the field have not been the problem. The things with the meetings no. and with all that, that's been well, weird. Well, uh, I was listening
5: to Christopher Mad Dog Russo last night on his replay, and what he pointed out was uh, the NFL gave uh, you know Santa Clara County the Super Bowl and they, he was wondering why the people in charge of the county didn't notify the 49ers ahead of time, so the 49ers could make arrangements instead of doing things yeah. at the last minute.
0: Right. Well, you, and know. you know, I think there's pseudoscience on both sides. Usually, it's on the uh, who cares? Let's have a hundred people together. But sometimes there's a little pseudoscience on the other side. And I think this is just silly. They're not yeah, going by any true. data to to come up. And they up haven't with had it. fans there. They have no. had no. fans there. No. In, no. In, in there no. All year. By the
1: way, by the way, Chris, the Saints got hit pretty hard again this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah, did they? Okay. Yes, for
1: no masks yeah. and things like that.
0: Okay, oh, I asked you the Patriots uh, they... were fine three hundred fifty thousand. Uh, I don't know specifically for what, but and they haven't had a lot of cases since a month or so ago. But uh, although I guess Julian Edelman has it now, is that what I heard? Rick? Yes, yes, yeah. 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 And the but, Saints, I think, also. I think they took a seventh round draft choice he, away. From
1: it was, them. I think it was it a? Se- yeah. I think it was a sixth. It was, it was sixth in other words, they got, they, the, they, got the, the Raiders. they got the same
5: penalty the Raiders did. Right, dollars Five hundred thousand, a sixth round draft. Right. Picks, okay, and the code got I'm wondering
0: now. if it's just that almost every team has had violations and is on strike one because the Patriots—they didn't even say what it was, but they said it was in the Globe that it was 350,000, yeah. strike one. So mm-hmm. they mentioned last night that
6: Seattle is the only team in the league that has not had one positive test yet. That, that is wow. good for them.
0: They're the BC of uh, pro football because BC mm-hmm. just had one, so very good. <laughs> Jacksonville fired their GM David uh, Caldwell. Now, does that mean that uh, what's his name, Doug Marone, is in good shape, or does that just uh, mean no. they have? Uh, I don't yeah, think no, so. I don't think so. Think so. I
5: think
1: uh-huh. they'll decide that at the end of the season.
5: And uh, Trent Baalke, who used to work for the 49ers, is the one that took over on an interim basis, and he's a good football guy, but uh, I can almost guarantee you uh, if he's allowed to uh, and if he's allowed to keep job, I'm sure
0: he'll bring in his own coach. Well, Tom Coughlin's actually the one that's running the team, right? He's the president no, he, or he got, he got he relieved
5: of that. He, he's uh, out. Yeah, he okay. yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So anyway, uh, Will Fuller out for six games uh, going into next Year because of un- unapproved uh, medications, as was all. Uh, uh, what is it, uh, Bradley uh, Roby? Roby. Yeah, yep. you know, and also think yep. the same thing. Uh, so these are not PEDs so much; they're just unapproved. I, you know, there's got to well, be I think a list a PEDs. <laughs> it wasn't okay. Yeah, cool. well, I
6: mean, their, their strength coach is is that Brian Cushing, who yeah. pretty yeah. much left the league because of that. Oh, great. So, oh, so I think I think he's just pushing them down. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not like what's his
4: name who had the bad meat in Mexico a couple. Of, uh, <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, yeah,
6: I had to. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's not like that. <laughs> okay, and, Fuller, and, and it's Conner. a six-game suspension, and he's not even appealing it. So it's not one of these things where he said, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: okay. Right. Or it was my cousins or something. Yeah, yeah no,
5: neither neither uh, one of these guys are appealing. And, each,
4: and Fuller tweeted it out before the NFL officially announced it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, James Conner is out of the game tomorrow. Um, that is but, correct. So that's another but thing. But
6: now, okay. now they're saying Dobbins and Ingram, they're going to fly out separate from the rest of the team but that they may be eligible to play tomorrow.
5: Uh, yeah, because they've been on the list long enough, and they've passed all their tests. They're going to be able to play tomorrow. You're right, Rick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. But well. the tight end, Mark
6: Andrews, he, he turned up positive too, and that's a little scary because he's a type 1 diabetic. Oh,
0: yeah. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so I think, uh, is there any other news and notes for the NFL? Or are we ready uh, for the well, like I,
5: to- like I told Rick before the show started, it looks like <laughs> Colt McCoy will be your starting quarterback for the Giants.
0: So. Yep. How long has that, have you heard, Rick, how long Daniel Jones is going to
6: be out? No, I mean, it, 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 they've got fairly good news. There's, I mean, they, they haven't completely ruled them out for this week, but I don't see how we can play this week. No, I right. don't. So it's going to be kind of like a week-to-week thing. But, you okay. know, it's, it's amazing. Look at that, that MC East and, and look at their schedule for this week. Uh-huh. I mean, they're all on the road, and they're playing Seattle, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. Yeah, so we can make yeah. it. Four we eight, got eight, another for a week. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it
0: sounds like it. Yeah. And that was after they did uh for them they had a pretty good week, you know, two of them won. Last, well, playing, over the so. last over the last two weeks they've been 3 and uh, 4 and 3. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty that's good. That's <laughs> Okay, so I guess we'll start into our scoreboard and uh, see what we got. It got a little better on Sunday, but not
1: really on Thursday, as we suspected <laughs> no. last week. Texans forty-one, Lions twenty-five, and let's be honest, guys, the game was not that close. No, no not.
0: No, no. Uh, Watson no. threw four touchdowns and uh, had three hundred and forty-seven yards of total offense. Uh, and I don't know, did they see? I was uh, busy. We went out at that point. With basically, was a Houston ahead all the way, and that was yes, it. Yes, yeah, Houston yeah. led the whole game.
1: Not all the okay. way. No, not all well, the way no, because the Lions.
0: The Lions were competitive at one time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, well, yeah, and off went Matt Patricia. So there you go.
1: Yes. Then we went to Dallas, and um, Jerry Jones, of yeah. course, as we'll talk about later, he has no sympathy for the Broncos with their quarterback situation. He claims the Cowboys had a similar situation, even though I don't think it was quite as bad as Denver's. But no. nonetheless, on Thursday, Washington – uh, forty-one Cowboys, sixteen. That was not a good effort by Dallas. No, no it was
5: not. And Mike McCarthy. Yeah. He, Ooh. <laughs> uh, he made some really ridiculous decisions. Yeah, what
0: was it? He went for a, yeah. punt, a fake punt early in the fourth okay. quarter. They were only behind twenty to sixteen. Where, yeah. where they were? Where they were They were on
5: twenty-four. They were on their own twenty-four yard
0: line. Right. And right
5: you on. would you would think a coach that has coached in the NFL for as long as Mike McCarthy has, this was completely, utterly stupid. Um. Yeah. I wonder if the game has passed him by. I re- I really well, do. not
4: how much yeah. of it was his decision, or how much did yeah. Kel- yeah. was it Kellen Moore, who he was
6: forced to, keep, you know? Well, it was a crazy, is, crazy play. They they retreated about fifteen yards before they even tried the to gain the ten yards. So it was crazy.
0: It, yeah. 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 No, I mean the thing is, yeah, and they were. Somebody was saying that on one of the shows yesterday. Well, when your special teams coach says it's going to work, and uh, well, no, if you didn't really, especially now, you're telling me that they yeah. he didn't necessarily want the guy. It's not his buddy or something. Uh, right. You know. It, I, I don't know. I just think and earlier earlier in the game, he went for fourth
6: and each is in his own territory, and that's that's fine. But yeah, you, got, yeah. you got you got you got and he ends up throwing the ball. I
0: yeah. yeah, I
5: mean uh, some. Uh, uh, I mean Mike McCarthy and Doug Peterson this year
0: have made oh yeah, yeah. stupid well, that's decisions. The, that's the thing, you know. The the reds, the Washington football team, and the Giants have a positive attitude. You know, whatever happens this year, I think they're going to feel good about yeah. the season. Even if they only yeah. win another game, they'll like, they it contended in a division. Yeah, uh, granted, it was a weak division, but they're going to feel good about themselves going forward these other two teams really got to re- retool this i would agree Sunday, it now
1: now robert uh, we're gonna have to tell you to keep this clean i know you're not gonna be happy about it keep it clean you know, what happened falcons 43 raiders six oh i i was hoping you wouldn't bring that up so
5: so quickly um frankly um i think the raiders got too full of themselves because they played so well against Kansas city on Sunday night. And I think they were reading their own press clippings. Um, they, they didn't even show up in Atlanta. I am so disappointed. You know, I, I had, I've had i had a good feeling about them all year long, and I thought, well, gee, we're finally going to make the playoffs and so we might actually do something. But the same situation happened last year. We were 6-4 and four at this time last year. Uh, we went into New York and got our butt kicked, 34-3, to three, didn't even show up, and then the rest of the season we only won one game and finished 7-9. and nine. It, it sounds like the pattern is starting yeah,
0: all they have to over go play the. Uh, they have to go play the Jets again.
5: Exactly. The Jets. Yeah. It, exactly. Yeah. The, I mean, I, I am so I mean, I had a good feeling about this team all year long and then Sunday they show up and lay an egg like
1: that. I think that. the Jets are on Trevor Lawrence watch though, in all fairness. Oh Yeah. 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 yeah.
6: That rages. Well, you your typical letdown game. They put everything into that Kansas City
0: game yeah. the week before and then they just didn't show right. up. Yeah. But, you know, the thing that is, that's funny is uh, Robert left this message during the week about how he was mad that the Pittsburgh, dad, you know, of course he thought the Pittsburgh Baltimore game was going to be at 115. And yeah. It's too bad. I'm going to have to concentrate on things in Atlanta. Well, I guess yeah. you had to go find something else to watch after about half time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That wasn't too good at all.
1: Yeah. No, it, it was not. Well, well, this one was a little bit better. How about this yeah. one? Um, Bills 27, Chargers 17. That game was a a little bit better, yeah. It, uh, it was. was.
5: It was, and there's another coach that makes things. Yeah.
1: Can they fire their play-by-play guy while they're at it? Oh,
5: <laughs> oh I, I wish they would. would. Oh, oh man. Man. Yeah. yeah.
1: At the end, at
6: the end of that game, down by twenty-seven seventeen, uh, Herbert throws like a fifty-five yard hail mary. It's caught on the five yard line. There's like thirty seconds left. Now you got to score twice. They run
5: down, and he calls a running play. He did it on two consecutive plays, right? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: Again, I mean, I, uh, it might be, have something to do with this, uh, maybe the point spread. We'll get to Doug Peterson in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Go, go Doug go for 2 Peterson I call. Yeah. Yep. Well ridiculous. his his
1: own radio people don't even like that.
0: <laughs> no. no. No, he's gone. But, Doug Peterson and McCarthy are both gone. I would think so. Now this one I guess Lynch. this one yeah. I yeah. guess
1: this one's going to be yours Rick. Giants yeah. 19, Bengals 17. The I was listening to 88 and Bill Lekka said their defense would have to win them the game and it did.
6: Yeah, it did absolutely.
0: The offense didn't do much, you know. No, and uh, Brandon, and so okay, because they sometimes on channel eighty eight they don't cover things very well, and I know they didn't tell. I I asked him to say after about ten minutes after the Giants went ahead what the uh, score was, and she said seven to seven. So I assume right after that touchdown uh, that the uh, Giants scored at the beginning. Brandon Wilson ran at one hundred and three yards for the, with yes. the kickoff. Yes, yes, yeah. 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 No, so it wasn't yeah. important enough for. Hey, a, a team going for first place in the division wasn't important <laughs> enough for them to talk about it. But they yeah. anyway. But uh, so. You know, as we said, Colt McCoy is going to play. And, uh, Sean, you can talk about this. Do you think Colt McCoy can do something in the NFL? He's kind of had a few opportunities.
4: Well, I mean, I think he's a decent backup. He's never, he's never been a starter. He's been a good. He's a utility guy to come in when you need him for a game or two. You know, he's that type. I mean, he's 11th year in the league, I think. As far wow. as that, I mean, hey, That's he's amazing. been on enough teams that you know, yeah. with the Redskins, that there were the Redskins. They were team, so okay. Forty Niners, okay. and you know, and then and looking at it, him, Sam Bradford and Tebow, he's still playing. Yeah. yeah, he is. Well, he's, okay, okay, this I mean, one... he's not going to be long-term, but like for a yeah. game or two to, you know.
0: Yeah, maybe. Or, well, but well, in this Seattle, can... it's not going to be easy. If you, you know. look
5: at the Giants' upcoming schedule, uh, Daniel Jones may be glad yeah. that
1: he's got the week off. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one is yours, Bill. Titans 45, Colts 26. <laughs> it's called
3: Colts defense not showing up. Key injuries <laughs> on the defense in Tennessee, wanting the game much, much more in Tennessee playing a great game. There was no Well, Derrick Henry, too
0: much Derrick Henry Three yeah. rushing touchdowns. Coming uh, into his time of year. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And A.J. Brown with a yeah. 69-yard catch and, a, and then a return uh, for a touchdown too. So I mean, remember that the way that game was a strange game. The first one, in that Tennessee had a slight edge after the first half, and then the special teams killed them. Yeah. So you, it, this was this game was pretty even, other than the second quarter when the Colts went away. Yeah. So uh, it it really uh, is. Yeah, Jared a Jerry Henry is starting
5: to remind me of uh, the uh, this this the 21st century version of John Riggins. Because <laughs> remember Riggins with the Redskins, he would yeah. totally destroy teams in the second half. And that's uh, uh, Derrick Henry doing the same kind of thing for Tennessee. The needle. Yep. Yep.
3: And there was just no doubt about it. And the Colts lost their punter yesterday. He has oh. a cancer in the after Ooh. Yeah, he's got tumor. a tumor
5: somewhere. Right. Wow. They
3: didn't say where. But, you know, he will be going for the season. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no, no doubt probably, about it.
1: Probably the best early game that there was, Vikings mm-hmm. 28, Panthers 27. That's kind of the one I was paying a little bit of attention to. And, boy, that was yeah. a good game. The Vikings came down. Chad Beebe, yep. son Don, yeah. got the uh, game-winning touchdown with about 45 seconds to go.
0: After, uh, Jer- he
1: mu- after he muffed a punt
5: and, you know, yeah. Uh, Jake
0: yeah. Carol- yeah. And then but it should be mentioned that Jeremy Chin for Carolina uh, had two uh, recovered fumbles for touchdowns within 10 seconds of each other. Yeah. Second of place. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know,
1: interestingly enough, we say Chad Beebe caught the game-winning touchdown. He had had a muffed uh, ball about, what, about two minutes earlier? Yeah. Right. So...
0: That, yep. But that I mean and that it, it, when you look at the the situation in the NFC those 5 and 6 teams being uh, the Bears and the Vikings still have a little bit of a chance there mm-hmm. you know so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get in to the, that with right? the 49ers right? And the 49ers the yep. 49ers that's right too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: Patriots 20 Cardinals, 17 Chris w- would you agree or disagree Scott Zolak <clears throat> has a very big love hate
0: with um, Cam Newton That's because Cam Newton is so inconsistent. (laughs) Cam Newton, if he sets his feet and he pays attention, you know, Scott, you know, Scott is a quarterback and he's going to tell you, you know, what Scott maybe was again, like a a very good backup in the league, like Colt McCoy for a long time, helped the Patriots over two or three weeks there when uh, Bledsoe got hurt in 98, got him into the playoffs and, you know, uh, did a decent job, you know, so he knows what he's talking about. And, you know, he knows what you're supposed to do. And Newton will set his feet, throw great, won't set his feet, will throw lousy, won't get rid of of it on time. Uh, We'll get rid of it too fast. He is nowhere near, and of course, He's been sitting there watching for 20 years. Tom Brady do everything pretty much perfectly. I mean, you can now now or to execution because he's getting older. But as far as when to do what, Tom Brady, other than losing track of the downs earlier this year, <laughs> that was this year, you know, he he always knew what to do. He might do, you know, he might make a mistake, but but he knew what to do. Right. This guy is just in and out. And I was, you know, everybody here, and this is what fans do. Everybody here after two weeks wanted to give him the, the farm. You wanted to give him yeah. millions of dollars and keep him for yep. five years and stuff. And then you know. Uh, since then he's been totally inconsistent and i really don't know what the team is going to do because you know they're going to be too far up in the draft maybe to get a good quarterback maybe they can trade up in the draft but I, because i think belichick what he'd really like to do is create another tom brady that would be his real goal and i don't think he thinks anyone can do that
1: i was listening to that game though chris late in the fourth quarter and there are just some analysts that that you that you, that you like and I was listening to that in the fourth quarter, and I told my wife, I said, doggone, I said, some, in some ways, he's more critical of his own team than he is the opposition.
0: Zolak. Absolutely. I love it. He's very critical of the refs, and you've got to take what he says about the calls uh, you know, in, in, you in uh, question. But he's very critical of the Patriots, and that, that's the kind of, yeah, I really enjoy him. I really think he's a great good analyst. They had a story. I mean, Chris, I, don't, I didn't see it, but I, I guess the Patriots had a kick return
6: for a touchdown call back. Yeah. Because, for a block in the yeah. back. Well, yeah, I guess. Which he said was a really bad call. Yeah, Belichick was on the side. And, you know, they have all these tablets now and anyway, then. So evidently he re ran re-ran the, re-ran the play and saw that there shouldn't have been a penalty. Right? Whoops. Whoops. There
1: you
3: go. Did we lose Rick? Uh-oh. We'll have him. Someone's dog. Someone's dog is talking. Yeah. There you
6: go. Okay. Okay. I don't know. All of a sudden, I get unmuted. Um, so he, he printed out a, a, a paper picture and brought the and called the referee over to look at it. Of course, it doesn't do any good. <laughs> but they were they were they were talking on CBS um, about the um. Bill Cowher said he did the same thing back when he was coaching. Yeah. But when they were walking off the field, he went up to the referee and took the picture and stuffed it into the referee's shirt pocket. <laughs> um, and he said the next year the NFL changed the rules and from then on the referee shirts don't have pockets anymore.
7: <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, uh, hey, did the Patriots get it? one of the famous apologies? Oh, not that I've heard, no. Oh, okay.
1: Well, we are at the bottom of the hour, so we'll go a little bit faster with a few of these. But Dolphins 20, Jets 3, I don't think we need to say a lot about that too no, Lion no, no, uh, no, Ryan no. Fitzpatrick played the game, and he was serviceable like he normally is.
0: Yep, yep. yep. No, they Miami's hanging in there, and uh, you know they stayed right with Buffalo right behind them.
1: Rounds 20, Jaguars, or 27, I should say, Jaguars 25. And um, mm. I don't think that game was quite that close. I, I think the Browns could have no. pulled away a little better. Well, but you give Jacksonville credit. I mean, that's a team that could very easily just hang it up. Yeah. The thing, thing that happened there. there.
0: This is again this two point mania. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, what was right. that? You, you had the coach. They were down. Um, what was it, Rick? They, were, they, they 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 were down 17 to 13. They got
6: a touchdown to go right. 19 to 17. And he went for two points because there was a penalty. So he was only going to have to do it from one yard or something. That's what I yeah. heard. But they missed and, it, and then so and they, they just, had to go for two at the end, and they. Missed it again. That's right. That's right. right. The funny thing is, that's that's the second game this year that they've lost by not getting the two point conversion at the end. The other one was to Houston, and both by the yep. same score,
0: twenty seven twenty five. Oh, that's yep. weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yep. speaking of old uh, war horses, ter- uh, Mike Glennon came back in and yeah. threw to touchdown. Yeah. 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 He- Talk about quarterbacks
5: that hang around. That they, they there's one right there. Mike Glennon always winds up somewhere. He does. Mm-hmm.
1: Saints 31, Broncos 3. The Broncos had to play a wide receiver uh, because all of their quarterbacks had either tested positive or were on the COVID list. So they had to play a wide receiver. Yep. Ken so yeah, Kendall.
4: He had, yeah. he had played quarterback in college, but Wake Forest.
5: Yeah, Wake Forest.
1: Yeah, And Pierre, by the way, Pierre, I see your hand is up, and we'll get to you here in just a little bit. And
5: Je- yeah. Jeff Driscoll was the one that tested positive, so all right. the other three quarterbacks.
0: He is the least valuable of the four quarterbacks, and he was yeah. the one that tested positive. But I guess they did. They did say today that the other the other three have been cleared to start practicing again. That's correct. They're all. They did say that they were you know inappropriately they weren't social or whatever they weren't wearing I mean, masks in the meeting they they were were yeah. Wearing masks. right yeah nine passing yards is that what they got in that game i think yeah, I yeah.
6: one, one complete one completion and two interceptions
0: yeah, right. right well in the next one
1: uh 49ers 23 rams 20 the problem here is and sean McVay pointed it out jared goff has got to do a better job of hanging on to the ball he, he really that's does yeah because idea. that that's a game that that uh frankly the rams should have won
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't. I was doing the ACB auction uh, later, you know, so I didn't hear the end of the game. But I mean, it just, uh, yeah, it didn't sound good. And, the, and you know, of course, the Forty ers It's a rivalry game. You know, I don't care whether there's fans or there aren't or where they're playing. That's a rivalry game. Now that the Rams yes. are back, and you know, and the 49ers fought the Rams
1: this year for what that yeah. was. Right. Uh, Chiefs twenty-seven, box twenty-four. The Chiefs got off to a big lead, and they almost blew
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, and uh, I yep. guess, uh, you know, Tariq Hill had, uh, you know, the three touchdowns and what, 269 yards. Yep. Well, Mahomes, I think 12 the, catches. Or, yeah. uh, 12 203 catches. yards in the first half. That's, yeah. In the, in, yeah. The first in, in the the first quarter. In the first quarter. quarter. First yeah. Was and uh, yeah. and Mahomes, I think, had 462 yards 462.
5: or 462,
0: yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, the, the, there's no way they could stop him. But Brady did throw for three, 305 and three touchdowns, but he also threw two interceptions. He's throwing a lot more interceptions this year than he has. Yes, he had. is. Actually, I I just heard that he's tied with some other people. I don't know who
6: it is, but he's only behind Wentz for interceptions this year. That is right. Wow.
1: Wow. In another game that was not as close as the score was, Packers 41, Bears 25. That game, you never got the feeling, and I mean, obviously, with that being the only game going, we were all probably watching it. You never got the, the indication that the Packers were in any trouble.
0: No, I, I just keeps rolling the wrong long four, four, four touchdowns. I When I got there, it was twenty-seven to three, so I certainly didn't think that that was going to be. No. And uh, Trubisky uh, came in, and I guess he moved the team in garbage time, but uh, that was. Uh, uh, and
5: I think Matt Nagy is another one that's probably
0: on the way out. I think so. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, how about this one? Seahawks twenty-three, uh. Eagles seventeen. <laughs> Doug Peterson is probably on the way out, and you wonder will the Eagles. Draft a quarterback because Carson Wentz, and I mean, B, he, yeah. he was in he was in the same conference as Northern Iowa as in college. And I got to tell you, this to me is a shocker that he has really disintegrated in, in, into yes. what he yeah. has. And every single. Go ahead. shoot was not the score was not
4: as close. The, the no, reason that's they correct. Absurd, that's they correct. scored with two what, right at the two minute warning. It was you know Seattle dominated the whole game, but they yeah. got a score to get it into and went for
0: two to cut it to six at the end of yes, the game. Yes, because of the point. And, and actually, it was funny because Merrill Reese, the Eagles announcer, said, "Well, Al Michaels would bring up the point spreads," and he said, "Now the Eagles <laughs> would beat the point spread if they get these two points." And I guess yep. Al brings that up from time to time. Oh yeah he, was, was, yeah. Was, yeah, he does a lot. Yeah, there was no reason to do that. It was twenty three fifty. No, and twelve stupid. seconds yeah. to go. Because if you get the ball back, you're just going to want to kick the extra point. You, you're making yourself. What's the difference? You know, you 23-17. So now you tie it on the uh, on that touchdown. I mean, what's the difference? It does you no good. It was just ridiculous. And yeah. they, they almost have to investigate this guy because he's done it for, I guess, a couple times for those kind of reasons. But he just does it too much altogether. Yeah, and, uh,
5: and uh, the, the, the Eagles team isn't good at it. And the Eagles did draft quarterback Perry. They yeah. got uh, Jaden Hurst. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, the, the He's Eagles starting won. to get
6: first team practices. So. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah.
5: They, they need to start playing and, him, I, and as far as Carson Wentz is concerned, ever since he got hurt in the Coliseum playing against the Rams, he has never been the same player. Yeah, and, the, and Peterson also, not
6: just the, the going for two, but, I mean, you've got Wentz playing the way he is, and you, you're probably your best offensive player is Miles Sanders. And in the game last night, Miles Sanders got six carries, and they threw the ball 46
1: times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay well, do we wanna we're ready for let's the standings. Get, we, we are let's break, go or? ahead let's go ahead and get our break in, then we'll come yeah. back. We'll do the standings and the scores. Uh, Pierre yeah, has want to get Pierre? That. Yeah. Pierre has his hand. We'll get to him as soon as we come back and do and do that. So but let's go ahead Bill and get our break in and then we'll come back.
3: Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So, mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with money ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head?
0: Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes.
1: And we're back. Pierre, if you want to start the unmuting process, you can. And Chris will give us the standings and the, and the schedule. And if anybody else wants to talk, um, go ahead, put your hands up, and we'll get you right after Pierre.
0: About the NFL, yeah.
7: Yes. You with us yet, Pierre? Yeah, I'm here. All okay, right. Go, well, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead, Pierre. Yeah, the same to me. They didn't play that well against a, a team that didn't even have a quarterback. In fact, at the end of the first quarter, the score was zero to zero, and <laughs> yeah, Taysom well, Hill play, played yeah. like like. Well, I can't say it on the air, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I
6: think they took their offensive plan was just you know, unless we screw it up, there's no way this team can beat us with this quarterback. So let's right. just take it slow, you know. Yeah,
0: but, but I'm uh, wondering. So, what do you think, Pierre, long term about Taysom Hill? Uh, you know, Brees going to be there forever. Are you more confident Taysom Hill or Winston, or do you think no, they got to go I'm out and get somebody or what?
7: I'm not confident Taysom Hill at all. <laughs> but sunday now maybe he'll show better against the falcons we'll just have to see but the well, Saints...
0: he didn't do he didn't do much the week before uh, when he was uh playing either he, he, oh, no, he, he, had, he had a pretty good week the first week right, he, he, right, true. Right. He, he threw right. for like good.
6: he threw for like 230 and ran for 50 and all right but but what, the Saints, else? what else gonna say? this
7: week they were fined a half a million dollars and yep. seven round draft choice for celebration in the locker room but all the other teams have done it and they have none of them have gotten uh a fine and all that. Some understand. of them have.
1: Some of them have. Robert didn't
5: the Raiders get hit right. pretty hard? Yeah, right. yes, the, Ra- the Raiders have been hit very hard with. But, uh,
0: like okay, that. but Pierre's bringing up a different thing. Pierre's talking about a celebration in the locker room, and I guess they have obviously cameras there too. But the right. question is, like, uh, I don't know that that's happened. The Saints are already, a, and again, we have conspiratorial Patriots fans around here all over the talk shows. <laughs> and what I'm wondering is if this goes going back, and we've got all our things with uh, Deflate Gate and stuff that people talk about here. I wonder if it goes back to that rant saying they say oh, the tears have been so in the locker room okay. well the, the protocols are all over the place and you you know you shouldn't be doing that because it's you know like the Dodgers situation and so forth you're not supposed to but the thing is uh, is that really true that other teams have done it? And if the Saints can bring that forward, then, okay, we won't have a sixth round, sixth round, you know, we'll just skip to the seventh or something. Because mm-hmm. if they can if they can prove that, fine. But, again, it's, it's the same old conspiratorial stuff. Everybody here is trying to figure out how it is the Ravens, when I read the schedule, get all the breaks. I don't see any breaks for the Ravens and what's no, going I don't on around no. here. So that's what they're saying because they hate the Ravens. So yeah, I don't know man, if you hear yeah. about that. Uh, you know, if, they, if that really happened, then they need to come forward. And, well, and uh, didn't the like, Saints
4: get uh, fined earlier this year, too?
0: Yes. Uh, Yes, Yeah. But again, most teams are being fined uh, for something or another. Patriots now have a strike, and they've done. They haven't had a whole bunch of cases, so they've got a strike against them. So a lot of teams being fined. But I uh, think uh, the only fine for the Saints might have been for Peyton
6: not wearing the mask on the sideline. That's
4: correct. Yeah.
6: The only one. So this is kind of their. And a few few teams got that.
0: Yeah, they did. The Patriots did. Got it. Yeah. Seattle. That was in the Monday
4: night game in Vegas. Saints
1: and Raiders 50th anniversary
7: game. Saints and Raiders.
1: Patriots and Seattle. Jamal, yeah, if you want
7: saints, to... The Saints got a very... Uh, I mean, the commissioner got a nasty letter today about the two point conversion because this guy lost a whole lot of money. Oh, oh, hey. he did.
1: <laughs> Jamal, if you want to unmute. Go
0: ahead,
7: Jamal.
0: Yeah, Doug Peterson should send him some yeah. money. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah.
8: Hello, how are y'all doing? Hey Jamal. Jamal? Uh, hey,
0: Jamal.
8: I'm at home today. I'm not at... <laughs> <laughs> That's not in a cave <laughs> either. So, <yeah>. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. But, but with that being said, I thought the way the Bears played Sunday night was an embarrassment, and I turned it off after 34 to 10 Packers. I just couldn't my like checking out any more of it. And oh, I just
0: remembered. Uh, by the way, Jamal, did you you probably heard this stat that that was the Packers' one hundredth win against the Bears. They are now one hundred ninety-five and six against the Bears all time, which is pretty amazing. Two hundred seven games would not not be that far apart, or two hundred one games, whatever. it is. Yeah. But the thing is, they were totally tied. I forget Rick it was for about three years ago. They were tied, I think. So I think yeah. the Packers yeah. have kind of pulled ahead lately. But, yeah. Uh, no, I you know, know, the Packers
6: have beaten them like seven out of eight or something. Yeah, yeah, but go they ahead, were go tied.
8: Go ahead, Jamal. Yeah, and as for Matt Nagy getting fired. I am going to say this: If the Bears should either lose out or even they finish eight and eight, he ought to go. But really, I don't think he should go. I think the guy who needs to be fired is Ryan Pace, because
0: that dude is. Yeah, I don't know. Good. I mean, they're in the playoff hunt, Jamal. They're in the playoff hunt. You know,
8: Jamal, I mean, the only way the Bears can do is possibly win out. And if I take a look at their schedule, they have a shot to win four of those games. Maybe mm-hmm. the last one, they against the Packers at home. I
6: don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. If what I happens. were a Bears fan, I don't think I could go a with day without thinking about them trading up to get Trubisky ahead of Mahomes.
5: <laughs> yeah, and and they not only Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You- well, it, it's all it's all uh, uh, karma there, Jamal, because you guys got uh, Michael Jordan, and you weren't supposed yeah. to get him that year, right? Right. So uh, you know, yeah. it all works out. Well,
1: yeah. we don't have any hands, so Chris, why don't you go ahead and give okay. us the schedule and everything? And
0: you can, uh, you, guys go can ra- the-
1: you guys can raise your hands, you know, while Chris is talking. We'll get to you after that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. These are the standings, and uh, this, of course, is not quite full through the week because we have that game tomorrow with the uh, the Ravens and Steelers. But anyway, AFC East: Buffalo seven, uh, eight and three; Miami seven and four. Patriots five and six. The Jets are still zero and eleven. AFC North: Pittsburgh ten and zero, Cleveland eight and three, Baltimore right now six and four, Cincinnati two eight and one. AFC South: Tennessee eight and three, Indianapolis seven and four, Houston four and seven, Jacksonville one and ten. AFC West: Kansas City ten and one, Raiders are six and five, Denver four and seven, Chargers are three and eight. NFC East, and I have to say this when they're in first place, the uh, fabulous New York Football Giants. <laughs> Eddie Andelman used to say that all the time, so we have to. Juggernaut, it's juggernaut that they are two in a row, four and seven, three in a row, the three in a row. That's three right, in a row. Yep. they are. Yep. They are. They beat uh, uh, the Washington football team, and who else? Cincinnati Billy. And, Billy. Philadelphia. and Philadelphia. Yeah. Three fine teams they are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gi- Giants four and seven. Washington four and seven. Philadelphia three seven and one. Cowboys three and eight. NFC North: Green Bay eight and three. Chicago five and six. So Green Bay's almost got that division one. Minnesota five and six. Detroit four and seven. NFC uh, South: oh. New Orleans nine and two. Tampa Bay, seven and five. They've almost got that division one. Atlanta, four and seven. Carolina, four and eight. NFC West, Seattle, eight and three. And the Rams, seven and four. Arizona, six and five. San Francisco, five and six. So if you line them up by division, and by the way, I'm doing this because I I heard these Stupid people on the sports hub talking about maybe the Patriots could make the playoffs. Well, maybe they, you know, if things are crazy, maybe they could. But they, well, who could you beat in the playoffs? Well, you know, maybe you could beat the Browns. Maybe you could beat the Colts. You wouldn't be playing the Browns in the Colts. That's not the way it works. <laughs> oh, man. these I, I'm telling you, these these people that just talk about this stuff, what does it matter if you beat the Browns or the Colts? You won't be playing them. That's why I'm yeah. going to run this down. Maybe I should call the sports show, tell them how it works. In the sure. division right now, Pittsburgh would have the number one seed in the AFC. We have, um, hang on, Kansas City with the number two seed. Yeah. And again, I don't know what. Pittsburgh and Kansas City tiebreakers are. It's too early to worry about it anyway. But if the Steelers were to lose tomorrow, they'd, they'd be tied. Tennessee yeah. would have the three seed because they beat Buffalo, who would have the four seed. Uh, the wildcard teams, the top one would be Cleveland because they're eight and three here. Miami at seven and four, would be the second one along with Indianapolis seven and four. That would be it. If you only take in um, three, but if you have go below that, you have Baltimore at six and four Raiders, six and five and all right, Patriots five and six for what it's worth. That's Indiana. what, that's what was so
1: painful, Robert, to your Raiders about
0: yeah. that loss.
5: Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, if you beat Atlanta, you're seven, and four, you beat the Jets, you're eight and four. You're in a good yep. spot. You yep. know, yep. now right. uh, I, I I I have first time all year I've got to I got to ask myself is my team playoff worthy I don't no. at this point I don't know <laughs>
0: In the NFC, uh, New Orleans nine and two, Green Bay and Seattle are eight and three. They haven't played, so again they'll have some tiebreakers to figure that uh, out.
1: This, right now, they were. I was listening to Kevin Harlan and Jaworski last night, and they said that as of today,
0: Seattle would be the two seed with, with yes. the tiebreakers. Okay, and say, then yeah. and of course uh, the Saints. Uh, the Green Bay has uh, uh, something over the Saints because they beat them. So uh, we'll yeah. see how that they could come up and get into that mix. Uh, the Giants would be the four seed at four and seven. Yes, you would. Have, oh. they would. And have the wild card teams, the Rams are the top. At seven and four, Tampa Bay seven and five, Arizona six and five, Chicago five and six, Minnesota five and six, and 49ers are five and six. So that's correct. That's your no, playoff. No, I, I heard
6: there was twice before divisions have been won by teams that were under five hundred. Uh, yes, one two thousand ten yeah. by the by the Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. And two thousand fourteen by Carolina. That is correct. Oh, yeah. and, okay. and in both cases, both teams won their first playoff game. That is correct. Right. And they
4: were, but they were both seven and nine. That's yeah, great. you can have a five and eleven, six and six. Gee, yeah, probably it. will. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's the schedule, such as it is at this moment uh, to, to our last update. That's all we can tell you. So starting tomorrow, to finish up week uh, 12, we will have Baltimore at Pittsburgh uh, in, on NBC at 3.40 p.m. Then we go to Sunday, because there's no Thursday night game. That Those things got moved around. So uh, we will do Sunday the 6th. We have New Orleans at Atlanta, 1 p.m. on Fox. Detroit at Chicago, 1 p.m. on Fox. Cleveland at Tennessee, that's a good game, 1 p.m. on CBS. Uh, Cincinnati at Miami, 1 p.m. on CBS. Jacksonville at Minnesota, 1 p.m. CBS. Las Vegas and the Jets, 1 p.m. on CBS. Back to the Jets again, uh, Robert. You were talking about that earlier. Okay. Uh, Indianapolis at Houston, 1 p.m. on CBS. The Rams are at Arizona, 4.05 on Fox. So CBS will have the doubleheader game. The Giants at Seattle, 4.05 on Fox. Philadelphia, Green Bay, That's uh, boy, there was a lot of dickering to get that game. Uh, they got the, <laughs> That'll they got be the Eagles. Jim
5: Nance and Tony
0: Romo game. Yeah, then. there you go. Jim Nance yep. has to go watch the Eagles. 425 on CBS the Patriots at the Chargers, 425 on CBS, and then the Sunday night game is Denver at Kansas City, 820 on NBC, mm-hmm. and then on Monday we have two games. We have Washington at Pittsburgh, 5 p.m. on Fox, and I guess NFL Network because that was... No, no, so,
4: it's just Fox. It's so just Fox. Fox for that. Because yes, it, was right. just, it, was, it was just a Fox that's game. just a regular game. Fox game. Yeah.
0: But it yep. will be nationally televised because that's what they're doing, so yep. that's our little your little virus bonus coverage you're getting. Who says you don't get some? You, you <laughs> can't get any stimulus checks, but you can get more football. So you get Fox at Uh, 5 o'clock, then Buffalo at San Francisco from Arizona at 8.20, and that'll be on ESPN, at in Arizona, as we said. And on the 8th Tuesday, uh, we'll have Dallas at Baltimore, a what is it, 805, 805, 805. and yeah. NFL Network. Yeah. And the buys are Carolina and Tampa Bay. And so the buys are the, now the end of the buys, buys. A year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yep, that's yeah. right. So that now I heard the NFL. I heard, yeah. heard Merrill Reese last night closed off his broadcast by saying, next week the Eagles are in Green Bay. Parental guidance is, is advised. <laughs> yes, he
5: did. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did. All right. <laughs> yeah. oh, and also, um, week sixteen I heard today the Raiders Dolphins game on that week has been moved to Saturday at eight fifteen Eastern. So it'll be uh, there's there's an earlier game that's gonna be shown that week, but I haven't heard what that is.
0: Okay. So, well there's there's a Christmas. Christmas that's the day after Christmas. Yeah. So so it's actually, it's, there's actually there's actually three it's games game. that day. Oh,
5: no, there. Okay.
6: Yeah, but the middle one is just on. From what I hear, it's just on like Amazon and something. It doesn't sound like it's on any regular TV network.
5: Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know. I just heard today yeah. th- that the Raiders well, were going to be in prime time. on uh, uh, out more as we get closer to week six.
0: Yeah, yeah. Put them in the in the uh, system there, Robert, oh, so I can write I, them uh, down for my. Because uh, what I do is I get a keep a sheet, and we were all caught up for Thanksgiving. That was my present, and then uh, <laughs> now it's all gone down the tubes. So got j- we key.
5: did so well for yeah. four
0: weeks. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a year older and it's hard to do these things. Yeah, well, <laughs> <that> uh, right. <laughs> it's,
5: it's very When it comes to the National Football League this year, it's very difficult to keep up with what they're doing. Yeah, and speaking
0: of well, difficult, college football. Yeah, no, that's really a mess. <laughs> Okay. Well, the first note we ought to get right out of the way is Missouri beat Vanderbilt forty-one to nothing. But that wasn't the story, as Sarah Fuller became the first woman to ever play in a college football game, and she. Uh,
4: okay, not the not the first in a college football game. She was the first to kick in a Power Five football oh, okay. game. Yeah, uh, it was the first football. because in a power five she kicked off and some are saying this might have been a publicity stunt because the coach was fired right after the game. Now not oh. on her end cuz she was taking it seriously, but the fact that she was only put in to kick off, they didn't put her in to kick the field goal. Now, if you remember, Katie Nida she played. She was on Colorado's team back in 99. She did not play. She left because of some sexual harassment and she went to New Mexico and kicked several field goals in 2001-2002. Okay. So she was the first woman right. to score in a Division 1 either A or AA college football game but, but in a Power 5. Yeah, Sarah Fuller, she's a goal, she's a goalie on the Vanderbilt women's soccer team.
0: And uh, the thing is, of course, they they, by losing forty-one to nothing, that would have been the only opportunity, pretty much, for her to kick, unless they did have field goal attempts that they missed. Because
4: uh, Uh, no, they did did not. not. Yeah, there was well, there was one a guy that uh, he their regular kicker he missed one. Okay. He, he did miss
0: one. But, so uh, looking but he, through uh, and just listening to the, the results uh, that I did, uh, finally got to that message today. Michigan State beat Northwestern. That was important because I guess yeah, Northwest I is still in charge of the West, but that knocked them down. In the, uh, and, of course, coming up, hopefully in the next few minutes, we'll be able to get your new top ten from the, uh, from the playoffs. Uh, I'm sure Sean and Bill. Yeah, probably and, uh, about Gary the next uh, twenty minutes or so. Okay, so Michigan yeah, State I'll beat be Northwestern.
4: Now, uh, we had Indiana beat younger. Maryland,
0: but you say the
1: uh, Indiana quarterback got hurt, huh, Bill? Yes, torn ACL. He is done oh. for the season. Same one That's he did bad. in
3: 2018. So you would say his college career is pretty questionable. Too. Two in what two years, almost three years, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and
0: uh, Perry, you had a good day for the state of Iowa on the day after Thanksgiving, didn't you?
3: That's right.
1: Iowa won over Nebraska. I mean, that's not a big it is because it's, yeah. it's Iowa, Nebraska. But Iowa State beating Texas 23 to 20, that was a very that was a kind of a back and forth game, and yep. yeah, uh, it was back and forth. Texas. Like I said, they were up twenty to sixteen. They could
4: have gone for a field goal, but instead, you know, Tom Herman is hung up on this. Well, he doesn't trust kickers when it's a fourth and two. For, you're in the lead. He kicked. He went for the went for the touchdown. I went for the first down, and, and he's done this multiple, multiple times. It happened in the Oklahoma game where they had a lead. He's like, "Oh, we're in a lead, but you know, go ahead and make him score a touchdown."
1: But he well, didn't, how about, you know, tie how about it this one? And, how about this one, Sean? The the rumor that is floating around out there is that Tom Herman is going to be fired, and they are are targeting Lane they're targeting Lane Kiffin. No, I have not heard Lane Kiffin here. The I heard, targeting- I heard that one the other day during the during the egg bowl they mentioned it so
4: no, the one that, no, no, they're not, tar- Lane Chiffin's not anywhere near, the one they're <laughs> really targeting is Urban
1: Meyer. If they may be, they saying, may be targeting Urban Meyer, but if you can't get him, then they have to, yeah. you know.
4: Well, and, and that's what they're talking about. Do they want to go get another another flavor of the month, Coach, or do they have to go get that big hire? And apparently... This is this doesn't happen very often. The athletic director, of president, uh, this according to Chip Brown, athletic director of the president and uh, the uh, board, the money people, the big money people, your Red McCombs and your all the huge the, the Hicks brother, the Hicks family, and all these they would they are okay if they can give Erwin Meyer whatever he wants. They know there's going to be baggage. There was baggage in Florida, and of course the Ohio State was Zach Smith. But when he leaves his team still is competitive and he leaves them, but that's, they say we want to get like the other, they've talked about Matt Campbell, but it's like, Hey, he's a good coach, but is he the next, you know, they've had that with other, with Charlie strong being the flavor of the month, uh, Tom well, Herman being the flavor of the month. You well, know, I
1: would and think, I would think, especially with a guy like Lane Kiffin, shouldn't you, I mean, even if you think that, that, that he's a good coach, mm-hmm. shouldn't you at least let him prove himself? I mean, this is his first yeah. year in the well, sec. Give him a couple years Austin, and see what he does.
4: Here in Austin, nobody has mentioned Lane Kiffin. Maybe that was some announcer's wishful thinking trying to get him
5: out of there. It
1: was apparently an ESPN report is where they got it. Uh, out,
5: well, here, the, out, out here on the West Coast, Urban Meyer is also being mentioned to ta- possibly take over at USC. Well, so USC Texas, and Texas both want, I mean, they're the schools that would love to have Urban Meyer right
4: now. And the other one that they've talked about but according to his friend who hosts the show here in Austin, Rod Babers on the horn, he is Kyle Shanahan because he graduated from here. But Shanahan does not – his thing is he he's not big on the recruiting. So that will no. be something for him in college, even though he graduated from here. And, and I think he's brings a lot. But Tom Herman has lost a lot of players. You have players already putting themselves in a transfer portal, players saying they're going to opt out and get ready for the NFL. You have your two team captains. On this weekend, Sam Cosme and, uh, oh, Caden Stearns, the two-team captains, both say they're going to go get ready for the NFL. And Herman has lost – he's lost the team, and that's pretty much it. But, I mean, you had some other decent games. Morgan, well, they well, well
1: and, and, I mean, you know, that is a big win for Iowa State because if they beat West Virginia, oh, it, you know, if they beat West Virginia this week, which they should at
0: home. they got the Big they, 12 wrapped up. They do. They're in the driver's seat for the Big 12 yeah, they are. championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so as I say, and, Oregon State beat Oregon, and, yeah, and was, the Civil War, and then the story uh, that uh, we had here: Buffalo against Kent State, seventy to forty-one. Buffalo won it, and seventy points is cool. But Jared Patterson scored eight rushing touchdowns and four hundred nine rushing yards. That's pretty cool. But it was yeah. interesting in that and, story that the people that they mentioned for having had records like that, I never heard of them. So apparently, it doesn't necessarily transfer to the NFL or anything. Yeah. But uh, I gotta know.
4: give I gotta give the Pac-12 some love once again. Well, you know, like we said, Utah had a game postponed with Arizona State or canceled. Washington and Washington State were canceled. They they set it up. Hey, you guys go play. Also, they allowed. They said, hey, if you have a game canceled, you can go get a non-conference game. So Colorado went and got a game against San Diego State. Earlier, I thought it was Eastern Washington, but I found that it was just San Diego State. So they said, no, if you want to get a game, so they in, get
1: this here. Ted Lightner in that game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, nice. So, boys. Yeah, so was, football boys. San yeah. Diego
4: State, Oregon. It was a packed well. It it was a it was a late edition, like two days or a day or a day and a half before the game. So I'm going to give the Pac-12 a little credit more than I will the Big the the Big Ten on all that right. one. And yeah, you know,
0: what, uh, what are you guys What uh, are you guys thinking about next week's games? Any postponements? First of all,
1: yes, uh, Minnesota, Minnesota and Min- and Northwestern that is off. So, but we're, you're getting to the point in the Big Ten. Uh, Ohio State cannot afford any more postponements or anything or they won't be eligible. Yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin is done not eligible. Unless, that
4: is correct. Yeah, Wisconsin is not eligible. Uh Indiana has had no postponements. So correct. they're fine. Mm-hmm. They're I don't they're believe mi- making, I don't
1: believe Michigan State has either.
4: No, Michigan State is not northwestern. This is their first one. Uh so there but yeah, you have Iowa, Illinois, uh, you know, I believe let me see some other games out there. Uh I don't my schedule there were him.
1: there was not a lot of them when I did the schedule today that really hopped off yeah. at me. That Iowa Illinois okay. should should be one of the better ones in the Big Ten. Uh, Jamal wants to talk about college football too. Go ahead, Jamal, if you want to unmute. Go ahead, go ahead, a
8: couple of things about college football. I'm going to say this. First of all, Sean, with all the respect, I know you love the Longhorn, but I've been of the opinion for a while that one of the most overrated football programs in America in my opinion. <laughs> Take a look at what they've done the past few years, are the Texas Longhorns. They talk about these people like they're next coming of Jesus Christ. And the
4: last ten year, the last ten years you're right. But in the yeah. Mack Brown era, I mean look at I mean in the Mack Brown era they were they were a dominant team, especially later on. I give you, And, and that's the thing. The last 10 years that they've had that, they said, no, we need to be back in that Daryl Royal background era. We need to be in there with the blue bloods and we're not that's, that's the thing. We need to be there. These flavor of the month
0: have lot, not worked out for Yeah, a lot of these teams aren't, Jamal. Ohio State and Alabama are, but Notre Dame, they might be this year, but they've they've been a little short. Uh, mm-hmm. USC has not. And, you know, you look well, at the six or eight teams. Oklahoma's been uh, in, around, but not quite. You see the six great. or eight teams that, like Texas, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, USC, mm-hmm. uh, Ohio State, and Alabama. Those are the six that you – and you could start talking about some others uh, in the later years like LSU and, LA and are- stuff. But they're the six, like, traditional are- power, you know. And they they all go in cycles because they they all go
4: in cycles because back then, remember, Ohio State was down a little bit. You know, there when Texas was down, I mean, Ohio State was, you know, Notre Dame was down, Alabama was down until. So they all, these quote unquote blue bloods that have the 80, 100 year tradition. They go in cycle. So yes, the last ten years, you are correct. They've been very bad under the last four years of Mac Brown, the Charlie Strong era, and the Tom Herman era. Like I said, they've they've hired the hot new flavor, uh, the up and coming coach. When if you're a school like Texas, if you're Ohio State, if you're Oklahoma, Alabama. You should go and get that top notch guy yeah. to either keep your program where it is or to bring it back to where it should be. Just like in basketball, if you're Carolina, do Kansas, Kentucky, same thing. The
0: way. thing about basketball, they seem to be able to hang on to their guys. For, you know, I mean, Mike Szefsky's yeah. there, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You don't say they yeah. move around a lot more in football for whatever reason. Go ahead. Go ahead Jamal. And in the,
8: in, the, in defensive Ohio State in particular, now they, have, now they have got coaches for the most part. And after Jim Trestle, it was Irvin Meyer, but for yeah. a while, there, but, some of their coaches were almost homegrown coaches, in a way.
4: But before Jim Trestle, they really didn't back in the day. I mean, your John Cooper era, those days were right. not some Earl they were not some great. And U- yeah. USC is kind of the same way. I mean, you can put that argument with yeah. USC since when Texas and in USC, the Pete Carroll era, mm-hmm. that's kind of the same thing. I mean, you can say that, yeah, they're not where they should be. A school like Texas or a UC can demand it. They can command an or, the interest of an Urban Meyer because of uh, those, those traditional blue bloods.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
8: Le- Nebraska is another school that is that is turning to a- well, they're, they're they're like an
0: old blue blood. You know, they haven't done that's been twenty years. since not to They did the Tom Osborne era. They really
4: you haven't know. done much. Bo Pelini kind of. You know, yeah,
0: Michigan. Just, Michigan is almost an old blue blood because of you you know, this year. Right? They're they're heading that way because they you know this year they're this not good.
8: They're school that demands. They're a school that demands Hold, that hold, that on, that hold that. on. What's yeah. that,
0: Jamal? They can't beat Ohio State. That's their problem. Well, and the Ohio one that's State moving towards better. blue blood, one that's moving towards it, Jamal, is Wisconsin. Wisconsin has been very yeah. good the last ten years. Uh, you
4: know, they're 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 in the. I put I put Wisconsin in the newer class, like with yeah. the Oregon's and that, because yeah, that yeah, we have the last few years. But I, you look at your, I look at your elite schools the last. 80, 100-year tradition, then you have your LSUs, your Florida states that, that have been in there the last 20, 30, 40 years. Miami, Clemson. Miami. Yeah. Yeah, N- yeah. N- Miami N- N- Notre Dame things.
5: is coming back, so, you know. Yeah, yeah.
4: No, but I mean, well, Notre Dame's and, a long term. Well, Wisconsin's it's, the new yeah. one that's making the, yeah. Wisconsin is the disruptor of the blue bloods, I think. They're the right. disruptor of the blue yeah,
0: and Clemson, and Miami, Clemson and now, Miami, 10 to 20 years ago. I mean, there's going to be the top six that are always considered Notre Dame, Texas, Ohio State, USC, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Those are the six that yeah. I think every year you look at, say, what are they going to do yeah. before you even talk and about the, the, the schools
4: other things. that They should go over and say, I want you come to me. Where it's like, right. you know, in Texas case, they've, on for the flavor of the year. I mean, Oklahoma, Bob Stoops, they took that chance, and then he said, I'm leaving and I'm putting my guy, Lincoln Riley, in. I know he can instead of, because he was worried they'd screw it up and go for the flavor of the month type and they'd have to rebuild programs. So, anyway.
1: Okay. I think that's it for college football. Sean, right. it, there's not a lot of college basketball, but if you want to hit it just a little bit. Well,
4: mainly we got these tournaments going on, and I mean, there have been some good, some good games. Now, like I said, you got the Maui Classic in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. Now, what gets me about this tournament tournament is, and I know why they do it when they're in Maui, because they want the championship in prime time, but they're going to have their championship game at four in the afternoon. The, the, and then the, the third place, they're doing third place and championship game in the afternoon. And then the fifth and seventh at night, I mean, in North Carolina, yeah. I, I get tough. why, why ESPN is having them do that when they're in Maui, because Maui, the championship game would be like seven or eight o'clock Eastern. So that way they could have the, those late games on later. But I mean, it's just that one, and you saw some really—I mean, Kentucky went down, Kansas went down, and they're playing tonight. Michigan State, Duke—you got that State Farm Classic going on. And I mean, it's—and you got some good games coming up on Sunday: Gonzaga, Baylor, Villanova, Texas.
0: Man. Yeah, and then, uh, and you're going to have, but there's been a lot of games apparently lost to the, to the virus, and, uh, you know, it's just been really. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it should improve. We were talking last week, it should improve when you get to the uh, the campuses like sort of being uh, desolate after this week, after last week, I think, after Thanksgiving. Okay. So hopefully that'll uh, pick up. You have
4: some games, especially Wednesday and Thursday. This, the last couple of days you haven't seen this mini postponed like you did early on the first couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's gotten better, I okay. think, with the class. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of it. It's, it's a lot of different excitement for college basketball. There's a lot of curiosity I've noticed more than anything this year.
0: Okay, so uh, in the NBA, we have two or three notes, not a whole lot. Well, training camps are opening today. That That is happening. And, and the, uh, uh, yeah. the
5: Warriors, uh, Chris, uh, uh, had a couple players test positive, but we don't know who mm-hmm. they were.
0: Okay, well, not a good start for that. No. But Nicholas Fatoum was waived by Charlotte and he ended up signing uh, Did he end up signing with the La- Lakers?
5: Uh, they're still waiting for him to clear uh, waivers yeah, and got to sign clear waivers. with
0: the Clippers. Oh, okay. Uh okay, and then uh, Jason Hayward, they'd finished a signing Hayward. Gordon Hayward, yeah, I knew I was going to do that. I do that every once in a while with Jason Tatum, Tatum and Hayward. Anyway, they uh, they finished a sign and trade. Now we didn't even know last week that they had to do a sign and trade, but they did, and they ended up the Celtics got a trade exemption and a couple of second round draft choices. But what one of the writers said, Chris Forsberg. For uh, NBC Boston says that with their uh, tax considerations, the exception which they got for 28 million is going to probably, in all practicality, fall to about 22 million. But that they have to use it by yesterday's date, November 29th of 2021, because of the you know uh, the way it works. And then uh, the other thing is that uh, the Warriors did get a uh, an injury exemption uh, for. of 9, uh, what is it, 9.3, 9.3 million.
5: 9.3 million. Because of
0: Clay Thompson being yeah. out, and the Lakers yeah. couldn't get one for uh, uh, Luau Dang, who's just sort of hanging around and not playing, and uh, they thought they could maybe get the injury uh, designation. Yeah, they've been trying
5: for, for the last two or three years, and the NBA has always said no, so I can't figure that out. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. So then for hockey, the only uh, note in the NHL, nothing new on the on the new season or if there'll be a new season. Now, what? If, if just, just a thought about this. And maybe they're waiting because, okay, they're thinking that everybody will have had an opportunity Opportunity, uh, this is the uh, current prediction. Everybody will have had an opportunity for the uh, vaccine around June. Maybe what they're thinking is if they can wait till about March, they can start to get some fans in the seats in some of the arenas because uh, there'll be enough in certain states where the vaccine effort is—you uh, know, uh, there's smaller states, more urban states get the vaccine, or even bigger states that are urban get the vaccine around a little easier. And maybe that's that's where a lot of the hockey teams are. Maybe they can start to put fans in the seats because I think that the percentage of the importance of the fans in the arena to hockey is a lot higher than it is in the uh, NBA and uh, baseball and football because the TV money isn't as big. That's correct.
5: Uh, Now, Chris, you might be right. But whenever Gary Bittman has spoken about it, he always says he wants his season to start in January. But it's December first. Well, it ain't gonna. I, you know, I mean, it, I
0: mean, unless it's the very I, end of January, that's possible. But yeah. it's not going to be uh, anywhere near the beginning of January like they were talking about. Yeah. The only other note we have is Johnny Boychek retired after the after a, 20, a fourteen year career. He uh, I guess did he play last year at all?
5: Yes, he did, but he got hurt and
0: yeah. Yeah, And because of the injury he suffered,
5: the, the doctors told him he couldn't right. play anymore. So. And
0: he uh, yes. And he also uh, uh, played for the Bruins for about, uh, for most of his career. I think the last four or five years played for the Islanders. I'm not sure how that works out. That's correct, yeah. And, no. and uh, he was on the Bruins Stanley Cup winner in uh, 2011. And uh, right. a good, solid defenseman, not, not a big star, but anyway. And then uh, we need to talk briefly about the boxing exhibition the other night between Mike Tyson and the 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 Roy Jones Jr. We got we got the baseball coming up right after this. But yeah,
5: just, just go ahead. All, all just, I can say about it is, People that watched it seemed to enjoy it, but it was uh, they
4: they enjoyed the show. They knew what it was. Yeah, it sounds like they knew what it was. And I mean, the undercard, I guess, was interesting. Jay Paul used to play in the NBA. He's actually training. No, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. No, Jay, Jay Paul. Also, no, Jay Jay Paul. Also played in it. He was a he's a YouTube guy, but he also he was a minor NBA guy. But he fought oh, I Nate didn't Robinson. Know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He wasn't a big star like that. But Nate Robinson was doing some trash talking, and Paul just laid him out. He just, because Paul's a lot taller than him, like 40, and the best was I heard the audio of Snoop Dogg on commentary, and of course we're talking about heavily medicated Snoop, I think, was <laughs> yeah. Yeah, feeling pretty good that day, and he kept going, he's dropping him like it hot, and he goes, whoa, yeah. he may not get up. Whoa, I better take it. just shocked him, and they were just, I mean, Paul just, because Paul wants to fight. He, he's actually training to be a boxer. He, he, does he played a year or two in the NBA. I can't remember who he played for, but not okay. the career that Nate Robinson, but Robinson was just. And Tyson Jones, the best. The best thing I heard was somebody said it was like two old uncles fighting at a barbecue.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. funny. After yeah. about six beers each, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then exactly uh, so and it was a draw. It. For those of you who were betting on it, nobody yeah. won, nobody lost. It was a draw. Yeah. So in yeah. baseball, we had two quick notes. Uh, Joe Ross resigned for uh, the uh, you know, Washington Nationals, one point five million for another year, and the Mets signed uh, Trevor May. May uh, was uh, for uh, two years. Two, and, two
1: years and $15 million. And all right
5: coming, the also minute. coming across, Mike Miner returns to Kansas City. I didn't realize he played for them before, but two years, $18 million was an option was a club option for the third
2: year. So,
1: and uh, okay. they also signed Michael A. Taylor from the Nationals to a one-year deal. And one, and one more baseball note. Remember, tomorrow is the non-tender for your arbitration-eligible guys, so there may be some big names that come into this free agent class that uh, we don't know about. The rumor, of course, was that the Cubs might uh, might not tender Chris Bryant, but I don't believe that's going to happen. I believe they will do.
0: Yeah, yeah okay. So I think uh, we're ready for the poll question. And
4: if you want to call in, download the Zoom app or dial 646-876-9923 and then 287-723-4600, hit pound key twice, come on in, and star nine or raise your hand or I'll, I'll line the computer, you know, all that stuff, so blah, blah, blah. All right. Now, the question Let's just say you don't have an interest in a, in a particular game or a team or whatever, but an announcer comes on and good, bad, whatever, you have to stop and listen to him. It can be a play-by-play guy, a color man. It can be a team. It can be Whatever. And so we're going to go ahead and start. I mean, and you know, some of them it can be good, you know, like some of them that are great storytellers, one in particular I'm thinking of. And then, but go ahead. Let's start with you, Chris.
0: Okay. Well, of course, these are all timers too. This is, you know, president. And yeah.
4: Past. It, yeah. It's not just now it can be back in the day. Yeah.
0: So yeah. When so happens. I'm going to talk about, uh, go through baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. Um, hold on, hold on say, just baseball. a second,
1: Chris. Uh, j- the ratings just came in, oh, uh, good. Alabama yeah. one, Notre Dame, two, Clemson, three and I did not see the four teams so we Ohio, know that four. Oh, okay so we, those are your top
0: 4 go ahead chris okay so yeah maybe we can get them all when uh, by the uh, end of this here the section uh, so um, for baseball i would say uh, even when the and basically they were in contention except for 1976 uh, Ned Martin and Jim woods they were wonderful. They were, had a great rapport. They were both funny. They just, uh, enjoyable announcers. And, uh, they, they were just the best Red Sox duo that I have ever heard. There've been some good ones on TV and radio. Uh, but I really enjoyed, even in 76 when they weren't really contending, I listened to a lot of them. Uh, anytime Skip Carey was on, I liked Skip Carey. He was funny and he, and Bob Prince, would, I put him in the same category. And of course he used to work with Jim Woods too. But those guys, you just have to listen to them because they would, you never know what they were going to say. They were going to say something cool all the time something interesting. Uh, put football. I think the, uh, you talk about three men in the booth, and I'm talking about radio. Now, now TV, I think actually Dandy, Don Howard, and, and Keith Jackson were the, were the best that first year of Monday Night Football. I think that worked out because Keith could, did, did so well in play-by-play, and uh, you know he wanted to move and do the college. But still, that was a great team. But you know as far as radio teams, the Redskins, back when they had Sonny and Sam, you know Sonny Jurgensen and Sam Hoff, and then uh, either with Larry Michael or with Frank Herzog before him, they were really good. They were fun to listen to. And now, with the Cowboys, it's Babe Herman and, and Brad Champ. I, I just, yeah, Babe that's Babe Babe <laughs> yeah, Babe Herman. Boy, oh boy. No, uh George Herman Ruth, yeah. No, Babe Blossomberg and <laughs> Rothenberg. And you know, they were they were so funny after that game on Thursday. And basically uh, Brad says, you know, look, there's a lot we need to be thankful for, you know, if you've got your help and you've got your family, you know, but go and have a couple of spirits. It's okay. You know, it'll be all right. The world the sun will rise tomorrow. He's very good. Basketball, the, the guys I would mention are uh with the Celtics, we've had some lean years, we've had some good years but uh you know cedric maxwell and sean grandy we love listening to them back and forth and uh you know they're they're really good and uh chick hearn anytime you get hear chick hearn uh, they're right there you know wonderful uh, we had some stuff uh, come on the system that david usf sent us a few uh, uh, months ago and it was really fun to hear and skip Carey could do a good basketball game too he used to do the hawks and he did a oh, yeah. really good job yeah. and radio and tv and in hockey i'd say uh, the two dan danny Gallivan, when he was with montreal i always like to use the, listen to him and dan kelly they, they were and doc emmerich anytime you can listen to doc emmerich and uh, so i'd say those are my uh, favorite well perry Harry, you know, fan. I I
1: would say in in football, uh, especially if you listen on radio, Kevin Harlan is a cannot miss. He's yep. one of these guys. Yes. He can make he can make a story out of oh. nothing. Especially she remember the remember night. the remember the incident with the cat with a cat or whatever oh, it was a cat. couple of years. Oh yeah, the cat uh, was going to touchdown. He's going to the yes. 50. <laughs> and then you had <laughs> then you had even before that you had the you know the fan run onto the field. The one, oh, time. yeah. It's just stuff like. Like that, that, that. And even last
4: night, him and Jaworski, they were having fun with all the schedule oh, yeah. changes. He was uh, and if it's NFL on Wednesday when it's supposed to be on Tuesday or Friday when <laughs> it's supposed to be on Thursday.
1: He was just yeah. having fun with it. <laughs> and you know he's one in 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 football in basketball bill raftery is a cannot miss he is he is by far the best quote analyst in the game now bill walton you would listen to him just for the fact that you don't know what in the (laughs) heck is going to come out of his mouth and then in baseball i'll tell you what even though i was a cubs fan I always enjoyed turning on Mike Shannon and Jack Buck when they would, oh, yeah. especially during a rain delay.
0: Those guys could tell stories like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so you, you must have enjoyed it when uh, uh, Bill Raftery was on with uh, John Thompson, but also Oh, like, absolutely. Kevin, Harlan. Kevin oh, absolutely. Harlan was there, too. Yeah. 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 And, yeah he, and, he still, and he does well, too, with, with TV. I mean, it, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah and that he is one of the announcers and you could talk about that'd be another thing we could do as a poll question as a blind person who you like to watch on TV cuz you know what's going on and it was I've a lot better I already got that
4: down the line I've got yeah. that down the line written up yeah. for some mm-hmm. weeks because
0: yeah. I'll tell you the, the older guys the, the, the Kirk Gowdy's the Jackbox, they they almost did it like radio play by play so you could pretty well, much know Kevin what's Harlan. going on but hey, Kevin now Harlan is the kind of same thing yeah Kevin Harlan is about the one that now I don't watch much TV but I get the feeling Kevin Harlan's one of the few
1: Oh yeah like he oh, he's great he <laughs> had he had back in the 2010 ncaa tournament he had that regional that had northern iowa in it and he and dan bonner were doing that and that was good tv i mean oh, i don't man, watch a lot of t- obviously i was listening on radio but i would yeah. i don't watch a lot of tv but uh, you know, like when he when Farolk-Mash hit that shot, dad Bonner, he didn't just hit that shot. <laughs> so that was a, it was a good TV broadcast. Okay, yeah. Robert. Uh. Um. Well. Oh, by um, the way, I forgot Vin Scully. How can I forget Vin oh, Scully? You have to listen to Vin Scully. I, I, anytime I forgot you forgot to mention him, too. that's no. obvious? Uh,
5: that, uh, that I was gonna. I was about ready to say you guys missed the most obvious person. I mean, yep. uh, I am not a Dodger fan, probably never will be, but my my dad, of course. Was a big Dodger fan, a big Ben Scully, and uh, that uh, before the A's got, you know, got in Oakland. I mean, that's because he hated the Giant. So uh, we'd always have the radio on and whatever station. L, you know, luckily the Dodgers were always on a good station. We K-F-I. could pick up, yeah, AFI, that's what and, you got, uh, on. Yep. and uh, yeah, Vin Scully was one. But uh, you know who's great at telling stories? Uh, John Miller. Oh yeah. Again, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a Giants fan, but John Miller can tell stories, and he, he's great during rain delays, yeah. doing various impressions of other announcers. I used to love- yeah, I used yeah. to love when, remember the show Costas Coast Coast? Yep. Yeah. And John Miller was a regular
4: guest on there. And they would get him and Roy Firestone on doing all these imitations. And John Miller did an Al Michaels and Ven Scully calling a game together. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh,
5: you know, it's like, oh, this is great. Um, let's see. Um, and, uh, Chris, I agree with you on Chick Hearn because Chick Hearn used to do the, uh, the uh, boxing matches from the forum. They used to be shown on TV like on Monday or Tuesday night whenever yep. the Lakers weren't playing and he wouldn't he would even manage to figure out a way to tell stories during boxing matches. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, um, so uh, no, and God, I was never a Cubs or Braves fan, but whenever Skip or Harry was on TV, you had to listen to those guys because yep. in both cases, you never know what
0: kind of condition they'd you be in. You forgot about he, your favorite announcer, Bill King. Well,
5: well yeah, Bill King was, oh, I, I used to love it when Bill would go to Texas. He used to hate Going to Texas because it's so hot and humid, and the Rangers always had to play night games. And of course, Bill liked the nightlife. There you know, you so whenever whenever they could play during the day, he would enjoy going to a city at night. But he hated going to Dallas because all the games were always at night because it was always so hot. But no, hmm. Bill Bill was good. Bill and Lon Simmons were very good together yep, telling Lon stories. Simmons, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. Well, Bill.
3: Okay, mine, in no particular order, baseball, probably I'll have to stick with Marty Brenneman. Oh, yeah. Because I think he's... There's, an, there's another one we right forgot. There. Yep. And I'm going to have to throw in Jack Buck under baseball. Sure. Mm-hmm. I will throw in Joe Tate in basketball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you with the Cleveland Cavs, and Joe did a lot of stuff. A local one around here... Is a guy by the name of Jerry Baker, who was excellent with the Pacers and did a lot of stuff. So I. Those three, da, 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 da with Joe Tate.
0: Football, you got some football announcers?
3: And I can't honestly, and to God, put I'll,
1: I'll bet, though, there's a lot of people, Bill, in your area that would say Don Fisher because he's
3: got all those yeah, Bob Don Knight Fisher stories. Yeah, Don Fisher was my – yeah, yeah, Don Fisher of basketball and football. Don was yeah. pretty good. I can't get well. this new guy yet, maybe him. with a little bit of time. Uh, you know, he he might be there. But but Bob me. there's just – I can't put him there yet, but he tried. Uh, yeah. He was.
0: Oh, well, he was a great football announcer, and he, you know, he refereed yeah. the games, and he, you know, just like Johnny Most and Scott Zolak. And you know, oh, just, when you referee and announce, that, that's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Another yeah. one
5: we forgot to mention with football, especially on the Monday night radio crew, Jack Buck and Hank Stram.
3: Oh that's yes, right. yes, 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 yes. No doubt I, Hank Stram was always calling the plays. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Did a good yep. job of it too. Yes, he mm-hmm. did. And
1: I think okay. we all like our local announcers. You know? Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, we like our local, but, you know, that's what I thought. And,
4: and, you know, you mentioned Jack and Hank Stram. That really popularized the turn the TV down and turn your radio up because a lot of people get so mad at Howard and Dandy Don. Oh, yeah. And they would go to Jack and Hank. Yeah.
0: Well, well, they were there so long that a lot of strange people wandered through the booth while they were on Monday Night Football. It wasn't just, uh, you know, people that uh, people just didn't like or were there for one year. Yeah, Franz Parkinson,
4: Yeah. uh, Alec O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. So yeah, David. Okay. oh
0: god, Dennis, oh. Dennis Miller, Dennis Miller, yeah. yeah, that's right. So well, that
4: was later on, yeah, but that was later yeah. on, but yeah, yeah you take before, uh, you know, various times when when Don left and they tried, and then Don came back, and then they brought Deer and Al Michaels and everybody in for it, but yep, I like Dan Deer he's
0: a good color man, you know, yes, i am he heard is. him on Michigan and stuff, and he
4: was good at hockey with Dan oh. Kelly, he did yeah. hockey with Ted Kelly for a year, yeah, he
0: did. All right, John. All right. Well, for me,
4: I think of Keith Jackson, but, of course, I think of college football mainly because that's where I know Keith Jackson from. But I always think, and, of course, Dickie V, Dick Vitale, I throw him in there also because you know, he was EFPN, and I even remember in the 90s when they were doing some ABC college football games, and you'd have Keith Jackson and Dick Vitale, and Vitale's going up, you know, Keith, it doesn't get like this in college football. And Keith just <laughs> without missing me, Keith goes, oh, 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 yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and Keith just starts going, and... You know, he's just – and I think of – and on the other end, I mean, Vin Scully, that's just obvious. And, I mean, you talk about Brad and Bay, but I like Brad and Dale Hanson. That was – Brad Sham and Dale Hanson, that was a good team. Uh, I think of some guys like Frank Fallon, longtime voice of the Baylor Bears. I mean, he – he was there for many years, and he was the PA announcer for the Final Four. Yeah. You know, you throw in a guy like Kaywood Letford with Kentucky. Yep. And, oh, yeah. and, of course, I, I, Sean,
5: you had Vern Lindquist as a Cowboy announcer. So, uh, Yeah, I moved here towards the end of his career. It was Brad and Vern,
4: then it became Brad and Dale. It was Vern and Brad, then Brad and Dale. Vern's last year was right around the time when I moved to Texas okay. uh, last year or two. But, and I think of some other ones, like, of course, Vin Scully's obvious, Jack Buck and Mike Shannon, of course and then jack and hank stram uh you know i like a guy like a you know chuck cooperstein who's really good and mark falwell those guys but and then you start getting into the ones that you just have to listen to. Like you said, you never, Harry and some, you know, like Chris, you and Bill, you know, the older Harry, but the Harry that yep. me and Perry grew up with yes. was the Harry singing with the Cubs. And I was sick of that Cracker Jack story. And Steve Stone is just egging him on, getting him to tell the Cracker Jack story. And the Cracker Jacks people are standing behind him. And he's just, who eats Cracker Jacks anyway? You know?
1: And <laughs>
4: yeah. going, Steve, will you put out? that damn scar <laughs> yeah.
1: like, I guess you know like, speaking of announcers the other night I guess on Westwood 1 we didn't get it in our market but uh, Craig Way and Babe Loffenberg did a college game I guess the other night on Westwood 1
4: oh cool yeah they did and then of course you get into your other interesting announcers I always go with Dave South from Texas A&M because he is definitely that you knew he was the A&M announcer he'd start giving first names oh Corey yep. hands off to Leland oh, or they won and then You know, I think... And then... Gene Peterson, a longtime announcer with the with the rocket. Oh, dream with the ball. Oh, he's handing it down to Kenny. And you're like, Ooh, oh, come on. It should have been offense. He start yelling at the ref oh, right yeah. in the middle and go right back so, to the call.
2: And see, yep, that, remind, that
1: reminds you of somebody by, uh, like Jack Crystal with Mississippi State. He was one of these guys. He could say whatever yeah. he wanted to. I mean, within reason, of course. <laughs> you're not going to say anything and, stupid. But he, Jack Peterson Crystal would say things. He would say, like, there's Tom Eads, the official. You know about Tom Eads. He sees things that nobody else. The ALCs. <laughs> Gene Peterson was also the director of broadcasting for the Rockets. Yeah, and, well, and Jim Foley just stayed
4: out of his way. Yeah. And then, of course, I look at some, you know, we are. you mentioned Kevin Harlan, a guy that I loved. I mean, and especially when he was with Summerall, John Madden. Man, oh, yeah. Had, I yeah. mean, John, John Madden was just, he, I mean, him and Al were good together, too. And just whoever Madden worked with, he, mm-hmm. he yep. knew. And they knew how to mm-hmm. just let him go. And Summerall. Summerall was one I mean at football and golf. I mean Summerall just I mean the That Summerall and Tom
1: Brookshire were good too. Oh yeah, they, they, they oh, were. Well, yeah,
4: they they had some parties. Yeah, well, they yeah. did. But, oh, people, they speak to people speak to
1: people who are good though. We do have some callers. Let's get to okay. them in. Right. Uh I Jerry. I to... Jerry, if you want to okay. unmute. Go ahead, Sean, while Jerry's okay. unmuted.
4: All right, uh, well, I think of, and even just because you never knew what he was going to say, Brent Musburger, like, whoa, what a beautiful woman, you know, you yeah, got to listen mm-hmm. to Brent. And and the man that inspired the question, Bill Walton, because today <laughs> Bill was talking about the forests in North Carolina, and he
1: was just, yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead,
2: Jerry. Yeah. Oh, man, there are so many great broadcasters, it's hard for me to narrow it down. I'll give you some of my favorites. Uh, I really got into Chick Hearn back when, Okay, you know when they had the uh, the Dream Team, I think it was for the first time. 92, the, uh, yep. Uh, that's when we could get the red, white, and blue NBC. Oh, yes. Without having to pay for it. Yep, yep. And uh, I'll tell you what, Chick Kern, he did a great job. It was just like listening to radio. I really enjoyed that. I had never Jamal, if you, Jamal, if you no want to start
1: Redmond. unmuting while Jerry's going, go ahead.
2: And, yeah. And, of course, yeah. I grew up with guys. I grew up with, like, Bill Campbell. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, great. Doing the Eagles way back yep. in the...
0: Andy Musser, too, did the Eagles Mus- and the 76ers, yeah. Uh, and that, that's one thing. Bill Campbell and Andy Musser have that in common. They did, uh, like O'King, they did football, baseball, and basketball for their cities all, all pretty yep. much at the same time.
2: Uh-huh, yeah yep. How about that? Mm-hmm. I grew up with him, and, uh, uh, of course, yeah, you're talking about Tom Brookshire. He was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting to, and I like our own 76ers broadcaster in basketball, too. And uh, Johnny Moe, I was into him. Oh, yeah. Uh, hockey, nobody can top Mike Lang with his expressions.
0: Oh yeah, and, he's, he's he's good.
2: Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. of course the great Dan Kelly back in yep. the day. Mm-hmm. We're gonna miss Doc Emrick. Um, yes, we are because he, he was he was he was a great broadcaster.
0: Mm-hmm. But, okay, uh,
2: that's uh, some of my picks.
5: Okay, and, cool,
0: Jerry.
2: Well, thanks, Jerry. Yep. Jamal,
0: go Hi, ahead.
5: Jamal.
8: I got several, so bear with me. First oh, of all, on the
5: baseball field, You
8: got. Uh, Harry, when he was with Steve Stone on the Cubs side, Man. then you got, then you also had, you know, I was critical of the guy, Hawk Harrelson and Steve Stone. They could tell us some stories. i mm-hmm. would give them that. Also, the don't late forget Ed about don't forget about Hawk and Wimpy. I just, well, I mentioned Hawk, but Wimpy too. But Ed Farmer, great storyteller. Yeah. Also, also. Marty Brennerman, Joe Nuxall, especially during rainouts, I've heard them. Mm-hmm. And back when, back in the day when Bob Uecker and Pat Hughes worked for the Brewers, when I was a kid before, uh, uh, Pat Hughes moved to the Cubs. They were great together as well. Mm-hmm. On the college, on the college football side, Larry Munson, the late <laughs> Bulldogs. Boycott. Oh man, about, yeah, I forgot. used to pick yeah. up That guy, that guy was was descriptive. He, would, he told stories. Mm-hmm. He was uh, also very good. Even and the Illinois broadcasters in the eighties and nineties, Jim Turpin and Lauren Tate told some stories. They were interesting to listen to. And on the football side, let's see. Well, first of all, I would I agree with Howard David.
0: Yes, he was very and good.
8: Kevin, I didn't Kevin Harlan's. I uh, and on the and also on the NFL. As for local broadcasters. I mean, Bob Lamey. Now, he didn't announce for the Bears, but I heard plenty of his work because we could get stations in this region for the Indianapolis Colts. So Bob Lamey was noteworthy. And also, on the NBA NBA side, Jim Durham and Johnny Redker, number one. And also, Neil Funk wasn't bad with Johnny Kerr. Uh And Joe Tate. Yep. Dylan, Dylan, put him
0: up with that. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm going to mention going Mark to... Boyle. I think Mark Boyle for the Pacers does a good job. I enjoy him, too.
8: Yeah, he's right,
0: up there. So, I mean, and also, hanky, right quick.
8: I know you're not a fan of this guy, Chris, and I disagree with you about that, but Pat Foley, longtime voice of the Blackhawks, uh. both on radio and TV. And when he worked with Dale Tower, especially, great stories. Uh, very good broadcaster.
0: hey pride time to tell the stories because he wasn't following the puck, even when he was on the radio. Well, <laughs> I, I, that was his problem. I, I
8: would. I mean, I don't know why
0: he,
5: But we respectfully.
8: Uh, you guys around. have
0: a good one now, John Weidman, the Blackhawks. He's yeah, great. Uh,
1: he's very good. He's yeah, very. Yeah, good. Yeah, he is. Okay. I was there as well. And, and uh, oops, Pierre, if you want to unmute.
7: Okay. Uh, there we uh, go. Okay, college. Uh, basketball, I like Dick Vitale. Uh, okay, and uh, y'all done stole most of mine. Uh, <laughs> baseball, of course, Harry yeah. Uh and uh, college football, Keith Jackson. I always mm-hmm. like Keith, and yeah. then uh, and then in baseball. I like Howie Rose and Wayne Randazzo because during the slow times, they can really tell some great stories. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Howie Rose is really good. And and- Howie Rose with anybody, he was good with Josh Lewin too. Yes. Uh, Howie Rose is excellent. I should have thrown and- him in and there. And I
1: think, I think Pierre too. A lot of our guys around the SEC are good.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and I forgot mm-hmm. to mention, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, West Durham uh, for the Falcons. I enjoy listening yeah. to him. Yeah. And, and you had a good Georgia guy
7: there with LSU for years there, Pierre John Ferguson. Oh, yeah, John Ferguson yeah, and John. Jim Hawthorne. And then Jim Hawthorne, Hood. yeah, they yeah, right. it's it. No, that was some good, was some good ones. I, I
4: suppose nobody brought up Marv Albert and Ferdy Pacheco doing the. Doing oh, uh, the, yeah,
5: I remember those. Uh, the, fight, Dr. Ferdy, the, the wrong Way State Prison. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I you were talking fun. about referees, Chris. Bill King actually got a technical called on the Warriors during one of the games in the 1960s, uh, like 68 or 69. Uh, he actually got a, got a technical called on the team for all his complaining to the referees.
0: I am surprised Johnny was, Most never had that happen. I can't believe who it.
4: was it that was ejected announcer that was ejected. I don't from believe game? they
1: were ejected, Sean. But if I remember right, a few years ago, and I don't remember the situation, there were at least officials that were not happy with uh, Wal- John Walters and Eric Haft at a basketball game at one time, and I yeah, don't think they were they that's... were ejected but um you know, they're, they're, yes. remember those guys are right at courtside. So if they're if the yeah, official is them. paying attention, they can hear you. They can hear now. Me. they won't yeah. be at courtside this year. credway says they got to at least be thirty feet off the court.
5: But yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. this year John Walt they can say all he wants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Bill Bill was known especially during Warrior games for just roasting the officials. Like it was known yeah. tomorrow, and he uh, he actually uh, now I wasn't old enough to remember this, but I was told the story by several people. He actually got a technical call on the team. For all of his complaining during one of the games. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, yeah. before before Chris tells us the death, I do want to say hi to one listener tonight. We don't do this very often, but he is—he's listening. Say, so Dan uh, from New York is listening. One of our—oh, uh, one of our friends. Okay. Dan, yeah. Dan Dan never raised his hand yet tonight, but uh, Dan, we, we do want to say hi to you.
5: Yes.
0: Okay. Good. We always—we right. always love to hear uh, hear the people yeah. are listening. So. Okay. Yeah. Now here comes. Uh, but I don't have the funeral march as my theme, but here we go. Diego Maradona, sixty years. Years old heart attack and he was uh, five foot five inches tall and very small uh, from Argentina he played uh, in Spain Italy and now Argentina the national team of Argentina from uh, seventy eight through ninety four he was on four World Cup teams, 82, 86, 90, and 94. <clears throat> and they were the champions in 86, and he uh, led them he to that. The, yeah, he
4: kicked a famous goal to beat
0: England in 86.
5: Yeah, they call that goal the uh, uh, the, uh, the hand of God goal, I believe it is.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he coached the national team in 94 and 95, and then again in 08 until now. Uh, on the Argentina team uh, from... Uh, they were got the the best they did was in the quarterfinals uh in uh, 2010 in the World Cup when he was coaching he was known as the golden kid he was the uh, national um uh, on the national team, he, he scored uh, 34 goals and eight assists in uh, a 91 game and in other the rest of his career, 588 games, 312 goals. So that's pretty good. And uh, coaching, he's, a, uh,
5: he's on the same plane, Chris, as uh, Pele would be. Yeah. He's
4: above Pele, from what I understand. Yeah. he's a, like as far as stardom internationally. Yeah, he's. He's on that, like I said, he's on that level with the Jordan, Tiger Woods, Dale Earnhardt, uh, Mm -hmm. Muhammad Ali, and that range for international soccer.
0: Okay, and then his coaching record with his national team was 67, 42, and thirty-one. Look at how many ties you get I'm in soccer, boy. Yes. Cocaine—he yeah. uh, was addicted from uh, to that from two thousand, from nineteen eighty through two thousand and four. And he was he was uh, obese, as much as two hundred and eighty pounds at one time. He had gastric bypass surgery, uh, hematoma in November of two thousand twenty, and on the twenty fifth of November he died of the heart attack. So, yeah. uh, quite a quite a player. Uh, Marcus yeah. Paul, fifty-four years old, went to Syracuse <clears throat> from eighty-four through eighty had 19 interceptions when he was uh, with the Orange. Now it's a record for Syracuse. And then he was a round four draft choice for the Chicago Bears and then he was with the Bears from 89 through 93, and one game for Tampa Bay in 93. Started 15 of the 71 games, seven interceptions. Then he was the strength and conditioning coach, coach, uh, starting in 1998 with New Orleans, the Patriots, the Jets, the Giants, and then Dallas from 98 on until now. And of course, uh, yeah. he died uh, last I week. And I had
4: actually heard about that, that they suspected he was dead last Tuesday, but I was holding on to it because there wasn't a confirmation because he had left. They had to get uh, medical attention at the at the facility in Dallas
0: right. last yeah. week. He won five Super Bowls with the uh, Patriots at 36, 38, and 39, and then the Giants 42 and 46. So that was, uh, you know, he was uh, well-liked. And then we move on to Jim Hannafin, 87 years old, St. Louis Cardinal coach, the football Cardinal. From 80 through 85, he had a record. And, boy, he must have been a nice guy because he stayed there six years, even though he had a 39-49 and one record. Uh, He was an offensive line coach and first an assistant coach at Utah from 66 through 69, Cal 70 through 71, San Diego State 72, offensive line coach for the Cardinals in uh, 70. 73 through 78. Then uh, then he had his head coaching uh, thing. Oh, no, then he was offensive line in San Diego at 79. I think that was Don Coryell with him. Then he went back to the Cardinals, uh, the head coach we talked about, Atlanta offensive line coach from '88 to 80, 87 through 89 in the interim for four games after Marion Campbell was fired. He went 0-4 with the Falcons. Then offensive line coach for uh, the Redskins from 90 through 96. And then the St. Louis Rams from 97 through 02. And then uh, he was the color man from 04 to 08 with the St. Louis Rams. Then we have uh, Kevin Burnham, 63, and he was silver medalist in the 470 class of sailing. Uh, he was in, in 92 in Barcelona and the gold in 04 in Athens. And he was a, 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 he, a two-man boat that he was on. He was the oldest gold winner at 46 and then uh, uh, gold in 86 at the Goodwill Games in Moscow. And he was an 11-time uh, U.S. champion and, and in various classes of sailing. And uh, pulmonary disease is what he died of. Then we have uh, Paul Covington. I uh, miss his age. Jacksonville State uh, basketball coach. and Jackson AG. State. Jackson State, yes, that's right right assistant uh, coach there 64 to 67 head for Jackson uh, Jackson state from 67 through 86 his record there was 338 and 195 four swack titles in uh, 70 74 75 and 82 and then um, Let's see. He was the assistant AD at Jackson State, eighty-six through ninety-five. The AD, ninety-five through ninety-nine. Hall of Fame for uh, Jackson State in eighty-eight. The SWAC Hall of Fame in 'o three, and Mississippi Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame in 'o eight. And he died of pneumonia after uh, after. Uh, and, and the thing is, he died within just a few weeks of William Gordon. They're winning a Jackson State football coach, just died a few weeks ago. I'm sure we talked about him at the time. And I think we have one more, and that would be uh, Bob Miller, 94 years old, Philadelphia, Philadelphia uh, Phillies pitcher from 9.16.49 until 8.10 of 58. He started 68 of 261 games, so primarily a reliever. 42 and 42 was his record, 263 strikeouts, and a 3.96 ERA. He was on the 1950 Wiz Kids. The only survivor now is kurt Simmons, who was on that team and also the '54 Cardinal. By the way, uh, he was uh, let's see. And of course, the Phillies lost to the Yankees four games to none. Then he was uh, assistant coach at the University of Detroit, 63-65, and then the head of Detroit uh, baseball, 65 through 2000. And his uh, record with them was 896 and 780. Uh, 15 saves for the Phillies, by the way. And just five players to stay with the Phillies for 10 or more years and only to play with the Phillies for their entire career and uh they are he uh bob miller here mike schmidt uh ryan howard larry christensen and um uh terry Harmon, who's, who's you know a good infielder but boy you don't think of them uh, that class of people and uh let's see and uh, bob miller the hockey player died in uh, died two months ago and uh so there was probably some confusion in their lives about that but uh, anyway there you go that's my list
1: We honored, we said hi to uh, Dan tonight. Now we're going to honor our our friend, John. Sean, why don't you wrap it up? It's dinner time. (laughs) All right. right.
4: <laughs> well, I won't say what he he would normally say because's right. but no <laughs> that's the right. that is a,
1: that's the clean version of it <laughs> that's, yeah that's the clean version but anyway uh
4: all right well of course you can tell your friends, your neighbors, your enemies, whoever uh they can download the po- these podcasts if they want to hear it again if there's any part they missed, I go to legendoldies.com. Uh, Tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts or type Sports Lounge Live in your podcast are all three words. You know, or like I said, you can listen 773-572-3006. Option number nine is for Sports Lounge Live. Option eight is all things radio. They'll be coming back Thursday. Coffee Club, option seven, and other great things. Our coffee club will be around in the morning, so check get up early and check them out. So I guess we will see you next week with an. And I think you might know what the poll question is going to be, Chris. gave you a sneak preview, but anyway, <laughs> I'm kind of an idea. So uh, we will talk to you next week.
0: Oh, do we have those uh, rankings? We do not, no. No. Okay.
2: No.
1: There you go, Bill.